What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actors John Bernthal and the Netflix series Glow. Let's start off things off by talking about John Berthal. He is an actor. He plays the Punisher on Netflix, the TV series. He's a really good supporting actor in a lot of really good movies. But I think there's something to John Berthal that I find most interesting. I think John Berthal is the rare actor who, just because he isn't the lead character of a movie, can totally take over the temperature of the movie. His intensity, he is so intense. He's he's like Tom Hardy intense. And when he comes on to a movie, all you are thinking about is what on earth is this guy doing? I think he instantly becomes the most interesting thing in the movie. The first time I ever saw him in a movie was Wolf of Wall Street. He plays one of Leonardo DiCaprio's characters, Jordan Belfort's best friends, Brad. He he does a lot of illegal things in the movie. He feuds with Jonah Hill. His arguing with Jonah Hill is some of the best things in the movie, period. He he just becomes the most interesting thing in the movie. And then he continues to do things in movies. Like the movie Fury with David Ayer, directed by David Ayer, it has Shia LaBeouf, it has Brad Pitt, it has Michael Peña, but John Berthal has the best scenes in the movie. There's a scene where Logan Lerman, he's an actor in the movie, his character has a love interest in the movie, and they're in war, and they're in Germany, and he's staying at this woman's house, and then John Berthal and the rest of the characters come up to get this guy back to go to the Battle of War and all that stuff. And John Berthal just brings his overall intensity to this scene. In the movie, he drives tanks with these guys. The whole movie is about a group of guys in tanks. If you haven't seen Fury... I couldn't recommend this movie anymore. But John Berthal destroys in this movie. His intensity level is insane. You believe that this guy has spent all this time in a tank. It is the most believable thing I've ever seen. It's probably his best performance to date is in the movie Fury. Small, small part in Sicario where he, he he does some bad things to Emily Blunt's character. And you're just like, wow, he takes over the entire screen in a movie that has Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, and Benicio Del Toro. He instantly becomes the most interesting thing on screen. I can't describe the feeling it is. You always think he's the bad guy. He always plays a menacing guy who who's not on the right side of things all the time. I mean, he can play morally corrupt characters who are also sometimes good guys. I mean, that's what he's basically doing as Frank Castle in The Punisher. And by the way, The Punisher is a great great show. But in, in Sicario, he just instantly takes over the movie for like 5 or 10 minutes, and when he enters the movie you're like, whoa, I knew he was in the movie, I knew it was coming, but you're always surprised how he can instantly change the tone of the movie and bring his in- intensity... He did this in the movie Wind River. He's barely in the movie. You think he's the bad guy, but he turns out to be a good guy. I'm not going to describe the, pl- the the plot of Wind River, but he's just so good in these small roles in Wind River, Sicario, in Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. He plays a very different role. He plays a teacher. That's a really good movie. It's another really good supporting role by John Berthold. Even his five seconds in the movie Baby Driver, he goes on the first... John Berthold is in the first car chase in the movie Baby Driver. He's in the first robbery. He's not in the second one, which is the main one in the movie. But even in that moment, 
I wanted more John Bernthal. Like he always leaves you wanting more, but I think his rarity is that maybe you can only have that intense flame for so long. I think it's what makes him so interesting as an actor. And it's maybe the reason directors don't use him longer. Because he's a weapon in these roles. He makes Sicario win River Fury, Baby Driver. Like, he's not the main guy. And I don't think that you could handle him being the main guy for two hours. Because that intensity is so hard to maintain for the audience. Like, I don't... He's so good in these performances and these small bursts of energy. Like, you're like, oh, John Berthold's here. Okay, this is a about to get real and I don't know if I can handle I mean he's he's basically in the movie Fury the entire time but there's enough Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf and Michael Peña and Logan Lerman to to but watching the Punisher and seeing him in that main role you can kind of grow tired of it from time to time he's great as Frank Castle nobody else could play Frank Castle the way he does I love it it's a great show but I don't think I could take 40 episodes of that. So I think it works because it's only 13 episodes and then you're done with the season and it's only had two seasons and it's over. It's a great show. It should probably keep going. But I don't know if I can handle his intense flame, so to speak, for so long. Like, he is the most intense actor I think I've ever seen. I mean, in The Wolf of Wall Street, his arguing with Jonah Hill just completely takes over the movie. Like, in these small scenes, he can instantly take over the movie and change the tone of a movie. Like, his scene in Sicario is unlike anything else in the movie. You're just like, what is this? It feels like an entirely different movie within a movie when John Bernthal shows up. He is one of the best supporting actors working today. I mean, there's no other guy who shows up in a movie and you feel that way about. Just like instantly changes the entire tone of a movie. I think it's it's the rarity that is John Berthold. It's why he's showing up in all these big blockbusters. Even if a movie like Baby Driver, he's only in for about two minutes. His presence is deeply felt to me in the audience. I mean, you you say, oh, that's Punisher. And he's become famous and he's become that for playing that character. I wanted to see more of the Punisher. I want to see him maybe try to do leading roles, but he's so good in these supporting roles that I'm just wondering what's the point of it. I, I'm i perfectly fine with 10 more years of John Bernthal in these great movies and these small supporting roles mixing things up. I'm excited for where the career is going. I mean, he's a, certainly an exciting actor, and whatever's next... I'm going to be a huge fan of You should see the movies of John Bernthal. Okay, Wolf of Wall Street, watch The Punisher, the movie Fury, Sicario, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, Wind River, and Baby Driver. This guy's acting is intense, and again, he is is Tom Hardy level of intensity. See the movies of John Bernthal. Switching gears now, I want to talk about the Netflix series Glow. Okay, let me explain to you the plot of the show, and then I'll get into what I like about the series. So Glow is about an aspiring actress played by Alison Brie. Her name is Ruth. She is trying to get on to TV shows and movies and commercials in the beginning of the season one, episode one. She is auditioning. She reads a part that she thinks is for a woman. It's for a male. She's getting these bad parts and she's not even getting them. And then a casting director 
puts her on an audition for a TV wrestling show called GLOW. GLOW stands for the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Allison Brie, as you might know her from Community, I grew up watching Community. It was the weirdest sitcom I've ever seen. There's really no plot to the series of community and to see all of the people from community break out into stars. I mean, Donald Glover has become a sensation. Um, Gillian Jacobs has gone on to do movies. She was really good in the series community. Even Joel McHale, you know him from The Soup. Everyone from that show was breaking out. And this is Alison Brie breaking out. I mean, this role was made for Alison Brie. She is hilarious. As Ruth, you have Betty Gilpin as her best friend slash former best friend, Debbie. They both join GLOW. There's great dramatic between the both of them. But Alison Brie in particular, like this was just, she is the pure comedic lead of the show. She bring, She is so hilarious in the role. She is this method actor who takes everything so seriously. And the other women of GLOW. Don't quite take acting as seriously. I mean, Alison Brie is playing like a funny type female version of the Daniel Day-Lewis type of... She's taking this super serious in the earlier episodes of GLOW. And this is her big break to try to get into a television role. But GLOW, it's not... It's not the thing she thinks it is. It's not highly regarded by the industry, I guess, in the show. There's a lot of funny things. Betty Gilpin brings the drama. I think she's the dramatic lead of GLOW. I think it's why GLOW is a mix of drama and comedy is because of these two. Betty Gilpin plays the drama. She's amazing as Debbie. She is picked to be the lead of the show, and Ruth is her nemesis on the fake female wrestling aspect of the show. And I think the two of them just have amazing chemistry. Even when they're not getting along, you're like, I want more scenes between Ruth and Debbie. I I, I really think that they have the best chemistry on the show because they're really so different actors. I mean, again, when Alison Brie is on screen, you're laughing so hard because she's so funny in this role. I mean, I've always enjoyed her, enjoyed her in these small roles of movies. She was in a Will Ferrell movie with Kevin Hart, Get Hard. She was hilarious in that. And to see her be the lead of this TV show is it's really good. And Community, she was one of the best parts of that show. I mean, she was upstaged a little bit by Jill- Gillian Jacobs, but she is the funniest thing on this show. And then Betty Gilpin is like bringing all the drama. She has a backstory of a husband who's cheated on her with Ruth. <laughs> That's why they don't quite get along. She has a baby in the show. I just think there's real, uh, real contrast between those two characters that really make the show. These two characters make the show. Now there is a third character. That really is maybe the best supporting character in a comedy show right now. Mark Marin plays Sam. Sam is the director of Glow. He is like a failed Francis Ford Coppola. He's made bad movie after bad movie. And this is maybe his last chance to break it big. And he is spending all of his resources and power into this female wrestling show that not a lot of people have high hopes for. And I just think Mark Marin plays it brilliantly. I'm a big fan of Mark Marin. He hosts one of my favorite podcasts, WTF. But his acting ability is on fire in the show. His chemistry between himself and Allison Brie and Betty Gilpin. I just think you put him in a scene with any character on the show, and it's going to be the best scene 
of that. He could have a story arc with any character. Like I said, Allison Brie and Debbie, Betty Gilpin, I'd rather have them in the same scene together. With Mark Maron as Sam, any story arc could go with any character, and you're fine with where it's going. He is that compatible with any character on the show. If there's a plot going along, going along in the show, I want Sam to be part of the plot. He is the best supporting character in a comedy show right now, without a doubt. I think more... The network sitcoms don't have a character like this. Netflix created this character. He is the best supporting character in a sitcom, TV show, comedy show, period. It's not even close. The other male character in the show is also almost equally hilarious. Chris Lowell plays Bash Howard. Bash is the guy with the money and the resources, and he comes from wealth. His parents paid for the show, basically. He's trying to break it out as a big-time producer. I mean, he's just throwing money at things. He's a typical rich man who wastes money on so many things and he doesn't take the thing seriously. There are funny contrasts between him and the Sam character. I just think Bash brings that, like, he brings the, he doesn't even take Glow as seriously as Sam. He's just trying, he's just throwing money at his problems in life. And this is part of that issue. I think that he he really is the contrast to Sam in a way, where he, he has an 80s robot, there's a scene with that that's hilarious, he has a fun mansion, he claims to throw the best parties, he really doesn't know who he is as a person, I think it's a really interesting, funny character that's just thrown in, there's a lot of characters in this show, and it's kind of hard to follow, but those are the, those are the ones that I really like so far, I mean, Britt Barron plays Justine, she is in my estimation, the youngest character of Glow. And I just think the Justine character, she is obsessed with the work of Sam. Again, Sam is played by Mark Marin. She is obsessed with his old movies. She's the only one who takes him seriously as a filmmaker. And she gets jealous when some of the other girls follow Sam around. I mean, she's very protective of his work. She takes all of his movies seriously. And she, she to me, is one of the more interesting characters in the show. I, I just think all of these characters work so well together. And it's why it's so good. It's a different kind of comedy. It's not laugh, 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 laugh. There's real plot around the show. There's aspirational characters. I mean, Ruth is trying to become a serious character. Betty Gilpin is playing Debbie, who used to be on a soap opera, and this is her return to acting. Mark Maron's Sam is trying to make it as a film director. Chris Lowell's Bash Howard, I have no ridiculous name, he's trying to prove to his parents he's not going to waste all of their money. And in Britt Barron as Justine, she's trying to make it as a character. This is a funny season one. She dates a pizza guy. It is probably the funniest thing in the series so far that I've seen is her relationship with this pizza guy. This show is funny, but what I like about it more than the humor is that there's actually backstory to these characters and the relationship between Ruth and Debbie are at the heart of the show, but everything around these characters, they all have a reason to be here. Too many sitcoms right now do not give you a reason for why these people are doing these things. And I think Glow does it beautifully, and it does it in a realistic fashion. It makes sense why all the characters act the way that they do. They're not just funny to be funny. There's no laugh track. There's no nonsense of, okay... 
One episode is about this. There's a huge arc to the show. I like comedies with arcs. I think it is one of the reasons that comedies are not working right now is most of the shows have a a lack of an arc for their characters. The character of Ruth has an arc. She, in the season one, she's trying to find out whether or not she is a good person. She's pretty much betrayed her best friend Debbie and slept with his husband. She had a kid. Now she has to work with Debbie on this show, Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. That is a serious arc. And me telling you that, it doesn't even sound that funny. But when you watch the show, it has some serious humor between the two and Ruth and the other characters. I mean, Allison Brie can have humor with anyone in the, the scene with Allison Brie doing a Russian accent with Mark Marin Sam in a car is some of the funniest thing I've ever seen. And in that moment, he's also questioning. There's a scene where she does that accent and he then asks her, why would you do that to your best friend? It is amazingly good to use that type of humor and then put a huge dramatic moment like that in your show. To me, that's what makes this show so good is that moment he... She's trying to work out this character that she wants to be the nemesis of Debbie's character because this is a wrestling show. And then he asks, why would you do that to your best friend? But then in that same car, he says, you are a good person. I I think too many shows are black and white. Well, is this character good or bad? He realizes that she is a good person and she did something wrong. And all season one is her dealing with that problem. Yes, there's funny to go along with it. But that arc is what keeps me in the show. The funny moments help, but the arc is what keeps the show alive for me. And I think it's a thing that makes Netflix so special that no other network, maybe HBO would do glow if we were being serious, but no other network would let Allison Brie, Betty Gilpin, and Mark Merritt be the leads of their shows. They'd be like, oh, we're not going to get the ratings. Netflix doesn't care about the ratings. They are in it for the creative charge. I think that's why I appreciate Netflix shows is that they're not just in it to grab your attention. They're giving the power to artists. I mean, these are the the same people that made Glow made Orange is a New Black. When you let creative people do creative things, they come up with great ideas like Glow and Orange is the New Black. I mean, come on. You can't. This is why other, this is why ABC, for instance, doesn't have a good comedy because they're not letting creative people do creative things. They're hiring people and saying, we want the same thing we had in 1990s with laugh tracks and Seinfeld and all that nonsense. Guess what? This is a new era. This is a new time. I want comedy shows that are different than the comedy shows that were on when I was a kid. I am more into Glow and shows like this and Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I think I'll do a podcast on sooner rather than later. I want shows like that. I don't want shows like Friends anymore. I'm sorry. I enjoy Friends, but I want something new. And maybe that's because I'm getting older as a person, but I also think that my... I'm interested in more in the story than the funny moments. Yes, I just told you a bunch of seriously funny moments that have occurred on GLOW. And Alison Brie is hilarious. She is probably the funniest female actress working in comedy today. I think she is hilarious. (laughs) There are so many good moments between her and the other characters. And her and Sam and Mark Maron. Their characters have insane chemistry and there's a real but the arc of the character is what is interesting 
not the overall sense and humor. I cannot recommend you watching Glow anymore. It is one of the best Netflix shows, period. Fine Glow. Watch it. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. There's two seasons, 20 episodes out right now. Watch Glow. It's so good. It is one of the best Netflix shows. And it's one of the best shows period, on television. Thanks again for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There will be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, all part of the Chatter Podcast Network, also the home of the Head to Head Podcast. This week, I put the spotlight on actor John Bernthal in the series Glow. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on two movies, Operation Finale starring Oscar Isaac and A Simple Favor starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Stay tuned for that and more. And please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe to Pop Culture Spotlight. Thanks again.